I swear that every time I go to record one of these things, I've got a sniffle or a cold or a flu. A sniffle? I actually just said that. Um, yeah, that's enough of my uh, bodily fluids and functions for, for one uh, day. Hi, welcome to Not Quite a Podcast. So, um, I've changed the podcast a little bit. I'm going to be doing these now monthly. I uh, just don't have the time set up at the moment to to be doing them on a weekly basis, and I was I didn't want the the podcast to run into into depth really. Uh, so these things are now going to be monthly podcast uh, in time for the month ahead. Um, so this is July, and um, I wish you all a happy July on its way. So if anyone went to download, or should we call it download festival? I hope you had a great time. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit. About who I see as the future download headliners in this week. In this week, I'm going to say that for a while, aren't I? In this month's podcast, uh, but yeah, I hope you all had a great time. I wasn't on site this year um, for a couple of different reasons, so yeah, I didn't do it. But um, it looked fun, even in the mud, and I'm sure you saw some great, great performances there. So yeah, not quite a podcast nine months late. I will be doing some uh, special bulletins. So if anything, I feel like I want to talk about, uh, or I feel that you guys need to l- listen to. Um, because that's how this works. Um, then, then we'll we'll record a, a not quite a podcast bulletin, and we will stick that up as well. So there are different ways that you can listen to not quite a podcast. Now there are three different ways. Obviously, SoundCloud and iTunes are the ways that we've uh, been doing this before. So the podcast goes to SoundCloud, then it's linked through to uh, to iTunes. But now they will also go live on iRadio. So if you go www.iradio dot com um you can find not quite a podcast on there as well so that will go up live later on today on there i'm also going to stream a couple of the older episodes of not quite a podcast up on iradio as well some of the ones that i feel more proud about and that have got the most listeners so they'll be going up as well in the future that's that so you can find us on iradio soundcloud and itunes and any other way in the future that i can get um this podcast out to you i do appreciate every listener and every share and every liker you can also find not quite a podcast on twitter now at not quite pod and you can get in touch with us and interact with us there so very firstly i'm very firstly 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 um i'm gonna just tell you a quick shout out about some of the nights i've got coming up um i am dj trashed the one and only the legendary useless DJ Trashed, and I will be playing some rock and metal anthems for the Pride City of Gloucester um, this Saturday at the Black Cat Cellar Bar. That's Saturday the 2nd of July. We're downstairs in the Black Cat Cellar Bar underneath the Dick Whittington on Westgate Street in Gloucester playing all the best rock and metal. And I should have a fellow guest DJ and my buddy Mr Kane who keeps things heavy and thrashy as well. I will also be back at the Black Cat on Saturday the 27th of August, Saturday the 1st of October, Saturday the 5th of November and Saturday the 3rd of December. So plenty of chances to rock out if you're in the Gloucestershire area. I don't mean to uh, sort of blow my own trumpet or anything, but I think I do a fucking good night and uh, it always seems to be a blast. And I appreciate everyone that comes out and rocks out and parties with us. This is music that I want to play loud and have a good time with. And I'm just appreciate that everyone else wants to come out and, and do that as well. So that's great. So that's that. Let's uh, move this podcast on, shall we? So I just want to address the elephant in the room uh, for a moment. So obviously the last few days have been a massive uh, deal in in British politics. And this is not a political podcast. I'm not here to tell you what you should believe in, what you should say. Um, And I'm not here to preach my views. All I'm going to say is that Britain have voted out of the EU. I think it's a massive mistake. I think that we will be stronger in the EU. Um, I think that where I'm going with this is that I think it will affect bands that come over to tour. And 
the chances of when when we do leave the EU, when that does uh, get set in motion, that we will potentially lose out on touring bans because what's the point in getting a European visa as well as a British visa, even though we're a massive market to them? The extra costs involved are, are going to put bans off, and that is something I 100% believe in. I've seen a lot of European tours announced this year, but no British dates on, on some of these. So I, it just seemed a little bit bizarre. Maybe they're waiting for the whole situation to, to calm down. But I do feel that we have made a mistake, and that's the only thing I'm going to mention on politics ever on this podcast. Apart from this, America, you're more fucked, aren't you? Sorry, sorry, American listeners. If there is any out there, enjoy that, Trump. So, um, Download Festival has been and gone this year, and, and in this month's podcast, I'm just going to go through a few bands which I think uh, have the potential for being future download headliners, and then we won't mention the festival until there's any news worthy information for next year's events. So, future download headliners. First of all, bands that have done it, but haven't done it for a while. So, the top of the list for me would be uh, Bon Jovi. Only, though, if Richie is back in the band. I just think that with that back catalogue and those songs, with that crowd, those thousands and thousands of people singing Wanted Dead or Alive, Living on a Prayer, You Give Love a Bad Name, they've got the songs, they've got the anthems, they can pull it off live. I think that that would be an absolute slam dunk, guaranteed puller of a crowd at Download Festival. Um, apparently they've tried before, it didn't quite work out. I, I really think that that would be a, a massive, massive thing to, to have and a great thing to see. Bon Jovi proving that they're still a rock band um, and away from the more commercial and poppy side of things and playing the biggest rock festival in the world would be great for them, but only if Richie Sambo was back in the band. Okay, next up, Van Halen. It's about time. Come on. Man, I know Andy Coppin tries every year to get Van Halen over. Why won't they come over? Come on, guys. Surely a main stage at Donington is enough to draw you over. There's a there's a, all sorts of talk going on in the Van Halen camp at the moment. If Davey Lee is is leaving again, if Sammy Hagar's coming back to the to the band, whatever. I I think that we need Van Halen badly live. Um, next up, Tool. I'm I'm not a massive Tool fan, but I do appreciate that there are no other bands really quite like Tool. Um, so it's been 10 years now since an album. It's been 10 years since they headlined Download Festival. And there is still a, an urge uh, for them. And I think that they would pull off a, an incredible headline performance. And uh, there's a mass, mass market and a lot of fans waiting for them to come back. Um, and surely whenever they do decide to come back and, and come overseas, then they'll be Download will be begging them uh, to come in headline. So... I think the Rossi tool in the next couple of years coming back hopefully and and playing at Download. Uh, Guns and Roses. So uh, the same time that the tool headline in two thousand six, Guns and Roses were the other well one of the other headliners that year. Uh, obviously, it wasn't the classic lineup then, but now the reunions in full force. Surely, overseas dates have got to happen. We've mentioned it in the past that there that there was there's been talk of overseas dates and that it is going to happen. I think that Donington would be the right place for them unless they do decide to go ahead and do like uh Wembley Stadium shows or arena shows or, or whatever but I, I do believe that Donington is is the right step for them um and hopefully it will be and there's, there's a bit more news on Guns N' Roses later on in the podcast and with 30 years of appetite for destruction next year it's gotta be gotta be them hasn't it got to um last up on my little list of this uh a bands that have Done it before, but haven't done it for a while. System of a Down, they always top the the fan polls for who the fans want to see it download. 
Um, they headlined back in 2011. Um, so it's been a couple of years now. The thing with System is there's no new music. So surely if they're going to come back as a heritage act, then they've got to come back and maybe do an album in full um, and make it something different from where they were um, back in 2011. But yeah, the fact that they keep coming out on the, on the fan polls means that surely that they are, they're definitely down for coming back around again and, and, and pulling that off. Okay, so um, bands that have never done download before who I think would be solid headliners. And top of this list are, well, the two top bands that I'm going to say are two of the biggest bands in the world. And they're Foo Fighters and Green Day. So Foo Fighters are on, are on hiatus at the moment. But this is surely got to be one of the last few things that Dave Grohl needs to tick off the list. They were dying for, for help, obviously, headlining Glastonbury a few, um, was it last year, the year before, before Dave broke his leg. So maybe they'll come back and they'll do Glastow first, but surely Download has to be in, in the in the future sites for Foo Fighters, and I think they'd go down really, really well. Uh, Green Day, so if you think of, of Pop Punk, and Download seem to be flirting with Pop Punk in particular this year, these are the kings of that genre. Green Day will pull it off live, that is for sure. And I'm just going to throw this out there. American Idiot in full, I think that would be... Uh, a good shout for a download headliner with playing American Idiot in for, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. And and finally on this little list, have never done download before, but but could turn up and headline are Nine Inch Nails, uh, the you know industrial rock kings. I'm amazed that they've never played Donington at all before. They could turn up as a headliner for sure. They they sell out arenas, they put on a stunning show. Trent Reznor's such a fucking legend and with new music on the horizon could we go the way of Nine Inch Nails it would be a very different headliner you know and that would really really mix things up a little bit with the lineup so yeah I think that would be a good shot and potentially even next year so bands that are ready to step up to the headline role um and for me there are there are two of these which depending on where their careers go are knocking on the door of, of headliner status for download and the Blackstone Cherry and Alter Bridge. Both have done download in the past. Paul's big crowds, fan favourites. They've got good songs. Um they are waiting on that massive commercial album which everyone can say, Oh yeah, yeah, such and such, such and such, such and such of that album. Once if if both of those get that, they will be headlining download for sure. Blackstone Cherry we know can already sell out arenas. Alter Bridge, I think, are missing a few standout singles for the casual fan before they are a, they are a headliner, but they're definitely knocking on the door. I think Blackstone Cherry will probably get there before Alter Bridge because I think on a on a for a casual fan sort of side of things uh, and looking at singles, Blackstone Cherry I think have got the stronger singles. I'm not saying that I prefer Blackstone Cherry over Alter Bridge. In fact, I like them both exactly the same, and I really do like them both. Send them both uh, a few times, and they're both killer, killer bands. The only th downside I think would would hurt Blackstone Cherry is they tour a lot, um, and if you're gonna have a a festival headliner, you need to make it a little bit special. So it needs to be like a, a one-off performance for that summer or like you know that like year or something. Um, and Blackstone Cherry do like to treat us to a lot of tours, which is great of them. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, when the time comes along, I'm sure they'll they'll grab that with both hands. I think depending on where Alter Bridge's next album comes out, we'll we'll see where we place them in the packing order. 
Alter Bridge have headlined second stage before, back when it was a tent, uh, 2006, when it was at the same time as Metallica. I think the, the maybe the right situation for Alter Bridge would be to put them on the second stage headline slot with their, when their next album drops and see how that goes. And um, Blackstone Cherry have headlined the second stage is it two or three times now. Move them back to the main stage and put them as a sub-headliner. So I'm going to throw out, say, if Guns N' Roses headline, Blackstone Cherry is direct support, and I think that would be... Uh, that would be a really good slip to them. Um, so, Bring Me The Horizon are the next band on my list. Um, I'm really surprised that they weren't a headliner this year. With the, that, That's the spirit coming out and getting very, very commercial, big, big commercial success. Uh, that's what they were aiming for on the album by toning down the heaviness in and going for a more commercial look. They were, they were going for these sort of things. Um, and it sold well. And it's, it's, it's selling out on tours. It's selling out arenas. They're a big band now. And I think they are knocking on the door of a headliner slot. I think it could be next year. Maybe they, they didn't do it this year because they're going to do it next year. I, I don't know. I'm just very, very surprised to see arguably one of the biggest British metal or alt-rock acts not on the download lineup this year. And maybe they sacrificed that for a chance at headlining next year. Or they sacrificed that to play Glastonbury, which they did. But I suppose we'll never know. But, I mean, if, if they carry on down the route that they're going, then surely we're going to see a, a headliner slot for them. And this is a band that a few years ago I really couldn't stand. And I've really turned 360 on uh, um, on Bring Me. And I, 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 would, I would say I'm a fan there of them. Um, a band I'm not a fan of, but I can see them being a headliner are Enter Shikari. So we've headlined the, the second stage a few times with Enter Shikari. They, they bring a show. They bring a different sign, they bring a different style, a different audience, and that's what Dianley needs to do, it needs to keep things fresh, and I think, um, again, depending if they had a, a big album, then surely you've got to look at them as, as, a, a, as a headliner band in the future. Sorry, I'm dying of a cold today. Um, so yeah, Enter Shikari, I, th I, th I think I could see them maybe as a Friday night headliner if, if an album came out and was really, really big arena selling band already so again they are knocking on the door of, of, of a main stage headline slot um five finger death punch are arguably the most commercial new math I, I i don't mean new metal I, I mean as in newer generation of metal bands around i think they deserve more play on on music channels uh, and in the alternative press than what they do get but that's my opinion They've got the choruses. They've got the attitude. They've got the heaviness. They keep the the more, the more straight, like more heavier fan happy. They keep the more casual fan of, of rock happy with the choruses and the sing along ones. They are they're gonna get there. They they've they've sub headlined now. The same the uh, sorry it wasn't sub headline. It was third third from top um, last year. So they they can do the big the big slots. I think before we throw them as a main stage headliner. Give them a second stage headline slot on a on a heavy day on the second stage and see how that pulls off, and then down the line surely we're going to be seeing a, a headline slot for Five Finger Death Punch. They'll they'll be that band. Um, two very different opinions now on two different bands. First of all, as a band that have headlined festivals before, but I'm only including them on this list because they've never headlined Download before, but they have played Download before. And that is Biffy Clyro. And they're one of the biggest brands in Britain. They're selling out massive shows. Headlined Sonosphere. They're headlining Reading this year. Um, 
last time they were a download, they subbed to, to Metallica, and they've only got bigger since. So, Biffy Clyro, next time they're at download, they will be a headliner act, and I think that will be an absolute fucking massive, massive thing as well. It'll go down really, really well. They do, they, they go down with the alternate, more rocky crowd rather than the commercial rock crowd, because they're just fucking awesome. End of. Um, whether or not on this album cycle, when when the album drops uh, in, a, in a month or so's time, whether or not we'll see Biffy next year, or it'll be the next album cycle, I don't know. With Reading this year, where will that place them next year? But if it's a download or not, we don't know. But, uh, but surely next time they're on that soil, and they will be. They will be a headliner, guaranteed. Um, so with this next band, we're looking down the line a little bit, and we're looking down a few years now, because this is a band that's not quite a, an arena-sized band yet, but surely will be very soon. Um, this is a band Ghost, and with the imagery, with the cultness, with everything that goes with them, and, and the way that the, the ghost train is rolling now. I can see Ghost as a download main stage headliner in the future. Not in the immediate future, but in the future for sure. I think where they're getting now, where they're looking at building their their stage presence and their stage show a little bit more and, and making that bigger. And the next step will be bigger venues. They'll pull off a great show because of, of how theatrical their music is and, and, and what it's all about. There's a lot of stuff that they can do. There's a lot of stuff they do already. And I can say maybe we are 10 years down the line, um, maybe before, depending on how this gets bigger and bigger and bigger with the sales of the records getting more and more, with the tour selling out faster and faster, Ghost will surely be a download headliner band. Um, and yeah, I 100% I, I, I believe it and they will knock it out the fucking park. Um, so... That's that's who I who I see as as future headliners and just just on that I'm I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about the the curious case of Trivium and Bullet for My Valentine because those bands that we're saying are are on the borderline are on the crisp and there are more out there these are just the ones that that I I've, I've picked to mention there are many more out there that that, that could be on the borderline of a download headlining slot um, these two bands Bullet for My Valentine and Trivium were surely there. They with with Bullet, they headlined the second stage, they sub headlined, and I'm sure I read a quote, and I might be really wrong, um, around the time of Temper Temper coming out that if that album is had carried on from where Fever left off, they would be a download headliner band. That album didn't get enough of of a well, it wasn't as good. This just not be around the bush. Temper Temper just was not up to it. And they sort of stayed at that level of where they are. Then everything seems to have changed for Bullet. So since Venom's come out, they've you know they they've done smaller shows. I thought at first that the the first lot of small shows that they announced for last year were because they had a new bass player, um, and they were sort of going back to the roots and doing smaller shows and and bringing you back to that. I fully expected this time around on the the tour that they've announced for the winter to be arenas. It's not. It's it's bigger size academies. I I I would have expected arenas with Bullet, um, with 
support from Killswitch. Um, yeah, and it and it's just not, and I and I feel like now that where they were on the door, banging down the door and and waiting for a glimpse of that of that headline slot, they could now be either stalemate as a second or third from top, or or really not getting past second stage headliner, and and that's that's amazing to think of this band which were the next Metallica, the next Iron Maiden. Um, and and the same can be said for Trivium. When Ascendancy came out and, and they played, the, they you know, got bumped up to the main stage download in 05, played the main stage in 06, just before the Crusade came out. The crowds were massive. The reaction was massive. And there was this feeling of you're watching a future superstardom. And it's just not gone where it should have gone. It should have gone to to big arenas. It should have gone to Trivium being a, a headliner. I mean, they've, they've headlined the second stage a couple of times now. Last time they were on the main stage, they were like third or fourth from the bottom. Or, or you know, it was a really random slot considering of what they can do. And, and and you just wonder now, like, is 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 that it? Has Trivium had their chance? Are they are they not going to to get another look in? And and that that's how it seems for them and, and that's a real surprise because Ascendancy was such a strong album and one of the best best metal albums of the last 10 years for sure um, and and now we're, we are looking at, at, at them never getting a chance Bullet potentially never getting a chance and it just shows that you can't rely on that, that pace and rely on that position at the moment you've got to keep the quality up and keep it going up Otherwise, you're just going to drop down the pecking order when it comes to things like that. So, we'll we'll see. I, 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 we'll see how those two bands. I think they'll be around a long, long time. I don't think they're going anywhere to anytime soon. But from banging on the doors of, of of a headline slot to to where they are now, that's a bit of a surprise, really. So the podcast may now be monthly, but one thing does not change, and that's my top five. So these are my top five tours that I want to see. Um, by the end of the year, and I'm being realistic here, I'm not just creating random things. And number one, it's Five Finger Death Punch, Papa Roach, and 6am. I haven't just can got to that out of nowhere. There have been talks from the 6am camp, um, sort of released on social media that they have accepted uh, the run with Five Finger Death Punch and Papa Roach on arena tours. Whether or not that's this year or next year, it looks like it's going to happen, and I want it sooner rather than later. So come on, let's get those dates announced. Number two. Goes without saying, Guns N' Roses reunion. I've said it enough times. Need to see it. Want to see it? Come on, let's get those dates in before we headline download next year. That's that's just me speculating. That's not a hot off the press announcement, by the way. Number three, Volbeat and Airborne have announced a European tour, but no UK dates. Uh, Volbeat have just released their new album, and I need to check that out. And Airborne have one coming up too. So it's, yeah, two fast-paced, fun rock and roll bands. Um, yeah, let's get some UK dates for that. Number four. There's been talk of coming over because next year in particular is a big anniversary for them. But again, I want it sooner rather than later because I'm I'm sort of greedy like that. And it's Poison. It's the band that I want to see even more than the Guns N' Roses reunion. I want to see Poison live. Come on. It has been long enough. Number five. So they've announced for a, a festival in America because... There was an original singer back with them. It's the original Misfits. Glenn Danzing is back with a Jerry Only and Doyle on guitar. We still don't know who the drummer is, but yeah, we need to we need to see that in the UK, don't we? I don't I don't want to see that at a festival. If that's gonna come over, do that as a fucking tour, that'll be amazing. 
even though I'd rather see Graves personally sing with the Misfits, I'm not going to see those dancing. So, yeah. Get that over here. Get all those tours over here. I'm just sitting here dreaming. Um, so just a couple of other things. I'm just going to wrap the podcast up on. I saw a tweet today. I said about Guns N' Roses earlier on. Um, I saw a tweet today just before I came to record this. And it says that Guns N' Roses are the bookie's favourite for headlining Glastonbury next year. No, 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 no. It needs to be Download. It needs to be Donington. Because the one issue... Well, I've got several fucking issues with Glastonbury. Um, the main fucking thing is the fact that ticket sales before they've even announced a band. Because going to Glastonbury is not about going to music. It's about going to say, I've been to fucking Glastonbury. I'm going to Glastonbury. Yeah, I'm going to Glastonbury. I don't want those people seeing that band. And I can't. I'm not, I'm not being fucking down about this. You've you've got no hope in Helen trying to get hold of a of a Glastonbury ticket, and I for sure as well I'm not buying a fucking ticket just in the hope of a band playing on the lineup. I don't want to see him there. Logically, my mind says yeah, they probably will do it because it's the biggest and most famous festival in the world. They did Coachella, um, so why would they not do fucking Glastonbury? Yeah, just no. Come on, just a little bit of hope and and ah, oh, come on, it's got to be done. Got to be Donington. As I try and breathe there for a second, it's just taking my breath away, the thought of them being at fucking Glastonbury. Um, and I'm going to end on more moans and groans, I'm afraid, people. Have you heard the fucking Fall Out Boy Ghostbusters song? Dear fucking God, fetch the fucking Proton Pikes now. It is the worst piece of crap I've ever heard. They should just... Oh, man... When they said Ghostbusters and they were redoing Ghostbusters, I didn't even think of the theme song. I just thought, oh, it's going to be a fucking mess, and it looks like by the trailers anyway. But after hearing this, oh, no, fuck off now, really. I, I, you can't unhear this thing. It's just an absolute atrocity. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard. It's pop bollocks. I would say go and listen to it so you know how bad it is. At the same time, don't fucking listen to it. Oh, man. Just no. No, 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 no. So, yeah, that was the first of the monthly uh, Not Quite podcast. As I said, this will be up on iRadio. It will be up on SoundCloud and iTunes, as always. You can get in touch with all the links and all the biz on our Twitter account, which is at NotQuitePod. As I said, if there's anything that comes up that I want to talk about and I feel is worthy, we'll do a Not Quite a, po- a Podcast bulletin um, and that may potentially just go straight on the iRadio account. So um, we'll we'll let you know on that one. But yeah, if you follow on Not Quite Pod on Twitter, all the links and everything will be up there. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedules, busy lives and doom and gloom and all this shit for a little bit of me talking in your ear. So thank you once again. I do appreciate it all out there. And I will be in touch soon. Later days.